Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast, where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast. I promised for these past several weeks that we were going to get started with having some guest speakers on, especially this year when we're focused from bringing you from your part-time income to your full-time income. And this week, I wanted to introduce you to somebody that I've been following uh, for a little while now. Uh, I met her, I think I just, I met her because I was looking through podcasts to see who would align with um, our Christian values and our um, our belief in putting God first and running our business the way that he would have us run them. And Stephanie Gass like popped up right away. And I've been working with her, uh, with her in her office for a couple of weeks now, but we are here. I'm really excited to introduce you to Stephanie. She's going to uh, share a little bit about herself. And then we're going to ask some questions that maybe you haven't been hearing much about as far as uh, growing your online businesses. So Stephanie, take it away. Awesome. Well, hi, Jennifer. And hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, A little bit about me. Well, I'm a Jesus lover. I'm coffee obsessed. (laughs) So that's just a thing. I just like decided to own it. You know, I try to like disclaimer it. I'd be like, you know, but like, you know what? I just love it. But I do a lot of decaf. So that's good. And then um, I'm also a boy mom. I've got two little boys. So it's pretty crazy. I have a boy dog. You know, I've got my husband who's a third child. So I have <laughs> lots of lots of dudes over here and me. Um, and I am a full-time entrepreneur. I've been that way now for 11 years. And I help women get clear on their calling and then start successful online businesses without the hustle without being a slave to social media, um, without distraction, because I truly believe the call in my life is to help unlock for women, the kingdom businesses that God has for them. And the method that I teach to help them do that is through podcasting, which allows women to show up in less time, go a lot deeper with their audience much more quickly, and ultimately start making a lot more money for their family and the kingdom. And uh, that's me in a nutshell. I, uh, and I think that that's what initially drew me to you is, um, the, the audience knows that I have been, I've been working for like 20 something years and come 2020, you know, everybody's lives changed. And my perspective was like, I'm tired of hustling. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm tired of doing this. I want to do this the way that, you know, is, is joy filled. I I heard forever enjoy the journey Mm -hmm. and, you know. It's it's been the past couple of years. It's been so different. So, um, t- you had mentioned that you show women how to build their businesses um, using podcasting. And so, tell me a little bit about why you decided to do that when yeah. most of the people automatically flock to social media. Sure. So, I had grown a really thriving network marketing business. That was my first go at entrepreneurship, and I had done it all through Facebook. That was back when it wasn't really saturated and people still trusted you. (laughs) There wasn't everybody selling their stuff on Facebook yet. So I had built this really, really successful um, business on Facebook. And so 
that's kind of where I started. Like, Hey, I can help you guys grow a business on social media too. And that's where I started. And then what quickly happened for me and God is so fun. He has so many jokes. It was like, (laughs) it was like, I'm going to make you like really understand hustle. I'm going to make you or help you to really understand what these women are going through as far as like feeling addicted to their phones, feeling like they're endlessly working and pouring in and getting nothing out. And so I did that game for years, even after my network marketing career, um, it really fell away. And I was left with like, who am I and what am I supposed to be doing? And that's all I knew to do. So I started there and I found myself like really, really missing my kids, like this deep, like desire and hunger, this discernment alarm going off in my heart around like, this isn't working anyway. Like, why are you doing this? But I didn't know what else to do. And so I, you know, I had been growing in my faith at the same time as all of this other stuff is going on. I really went through this big identity crisis after the network marketing didn't work out for me of like, who am I, if I'm not my success, if I'm not my company. And so I really started to question like what, what mattered and how I was supposed to reach people. I knew I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. I knew I was supposed to do something in the online space, but I knew that I wasn't doing it right. So I, and I think God is so great. Like he meets us where we're at. Like he couldn't have come. He could, well, he could have, he couldn't like thunder down and been like, (laughs) get off social and trust me, chick. But like, he didn't do that. He was like, ping, 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 like start with the weekends. And so about four years ago, maybe five now, I started getting off social media on the weekends, like deleting the apps completely. Mm -hmm. Something would shift inside of my heart. I'd be, I'd like see my kids and my boys were really young at that time. Right. And I'd like see them. Like I felt like I was watching their lives through a movie screen almost. And I was feeling so something was wrong with like this desire in my heart to capitalize on my kids, to post it in stories, to hope that somebody else would Um, resonate. I really don't like that. As far as posting stuff about my kids, it's not good. And I felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. I felt like, oh, my kid is saying this really cute thing. And so maybe that'll resonate with this other person whose kid is at home who wants to grow this business. Like, but it was like calculated and it was like, it felt so inauthentic. Manipulative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I was like, I love this feeling but I don't know how else I would grow. So at the same time, I'm like praying and I'm at the time on social, I had grown a really big Instagram following at like the expense of every hour of my day. Really? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I was trying to blog. I had a really hot mess YouTube. I was still on doing Facebook lives. I was kind of everywhere, Everywhere, everything. Um, I had a YouTube or a Twitter account, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, maybe if I just repurpose more and do more of all these things, you know? But Instagram, I had this really great following, but like it wasn't converting. There was no money. I'm like, well, how come I have all these followers, but like it's not actually converting? Mm-hmm. So I kept praying. I'm like, I don't know what to do, Lord, putting one foot in front of the other here, but it's not feeling good. And I felt so convicted. And I heard him very clearly say, like, get off completely. Mm-hmm. Now I'm stubborn. And I was like, okay we'll do 30 days. Uh-huh. So I went ahead and got off of social for 30 days. And at this time, um, I had been praying as well. And I had heard God in October of 2018. So I started a podcast and I had added that in. So I'm like podcasting and doing all this other stuff. And the podcast was working. It was really growing. This was like three, four months into podcasting. Right. And it's really working well, 
but I'm still like not, I'm like clutching everything else. Yes. With like I'm clutching. Yes. I know. Like I can, I like, but I can't like, I can't like fully trying to control all this stuff. And like on the brink of breakdown, yes. burnout, like mm-hmm. unhealthy, like everything is just like kind of smothering you and killing you slowly. <laughs> and I got off for a month. And when I got off for a month, I stopped showing up everywhere else too. I'm like, I'm just going to podcast. Like this feels so good. I love that I can do this when my kids are in the next room. I can pause it if they need something. I don't have to get ready. I like have an aversion. I'm like, can we just be in sweaters and comfies and drink coffee all day? Like, what is wrong with this? What? Like, I want this for my life, you know? And so in a month, Jennifer, while my Instagram completely died in one small, tiny month after years of building and pouring into it, our 750 likes per post went down to 25. My 300, 500 story viewers went down to 15 to 23. And I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like something like, I am not going to pour my existence into a thing that is going to be gone overnight. When I decide to pour into my family for a month, this is dumb. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so done. And what happened was the podcast absolutely exploded. I was able to do an extra episode a week. I was able to have, I gave... I got back about 10 to 15 hours a week that I had been wasting on Instagram. And I was able to like be the visionary of growth again. Mm-hmm. I was able to pour into some new ideas. I got clear. I'm like, what am I even talking about here? And what am I doing? And my email list exploded and my podcast exploded and revenue exploded. And I went, oh my gosh, I don't need it. And we stayed off for six more months. I had like a, like at this time I was still new in my company and things were working. I had a fruitful um, coaching business at this time. And I, I decided to go all in. So we stayed off of Instagram for six more months. Everything absolutely exploded. I'm talking revenue doubled, podcast doubled, email list doubled, like everywhere across the board. And then socials were just completely dead. Mm-hmm. We did keep a Facebook community. That was the one thing we did keep. But um, I knew that God was telling me and showing me like, this isn't just a way for you, Stephanie. Like this is a way for all of these women that you lead but you have to show them what you did on the podcasting side mm-hmm. so that you can prove to them like there are these strategic things we do with podcasting that grow an audience organically evergreen forever there's no shelf life of doing a podcast like there is a video on social media mm-hmm. so i felt like convicted to the depths of my heart like this was the way for these women that i served to grow their business as well so that's how it all came to play. Oh my goodness. I, and I know you guys can't can't see this, but I am just nodding. Like constantly just shaking my head. Yes, for everything she's saying. So how does a podcast make money? Since I yeah. mean, we we want to be bringing in an income for our families and for the kingdom. And, um, you know, I really believe we all have these spiritual gifts that Mm. we've been given to do something with. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so if we are building a business using our spiritual gifting, kind of how does that work with making money on a podcast? So give me a, give me a specific example of someone in your audience that comes to mind. What is Mm -hmm. their business? Let's say they, um, Let's say they are um, selling something that they hand make. Okay. Um, that they are gifted in that way and that's in their heart. And they are trying to get the word out about something that they, they're making. Okay. Let's say that they make um, custom like scripture art. Let's say that. Like, 
they create these beautiful scripture paintings and that's the thing that they want to do. And they're doing it because it's a passion of theirs. They love to have like scripture hung in the home. Like it has meaning and depth behind it. They customize it. Great. So the way that this could work is you're like, oh man, I'm going to go on social and show everybody all my work. And you post all the things you make all the videos and do all this stuff. And like, while that does maybe convert for a product, definitely more than it converts for us as like, if you're an online coach or you have Mm -hmm. an online course, or you're trying to teach something that's service-based, it still is so difficult because you still have to create trust. The reason that someone buys from you is because they like, know, and trust you. Mm -hmm. The problem with like a short snippet on a TikTok or an Instagram or wherever is that there's actually no trust created. There's entertainment. Mm -hmm. There's a quick fix. Oh, that's a cool fact. Next. Like Mm -hmm. you don't actually matter to the person that's consuming on social because they're giving you two seconds of their time versus if someone comes to the podcast and they're spending, I'm talking 10 minutes, 15, like 20, if you really want to have a longer conversation with people once a week, they're like, I know you people Mm -hmm. tell me all the time. They're like, I feel like I already know you right? because I've listened to your show. I know you're quirks and your mannerisms. I know you talk about your kids. I know what's going on in your daily life. Kind of like you, you feel like you're friends with someone. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you would buy from them. So with this, if you sell something handmade or a product, you have to think about like, who would be the buyer of this item? And how do I speak since I'm not showing them what I'm making here on the Mm -hmm, podcast? mm -hmm. How do I speak to who they are and what they need and what they stand for? And then tell them about this store that I have wherever, where's that Mm -hmm. website? Where's that Etsy store? Where's that thing? Right. So that you probably are going to want to talk to this Christian mom, let's say, or this Christian woman, maybe she's a corporate Christian woman. Who is she that would want to hang these beautiful custom handmade scriptures in her home? And then what does she want to hear from you? Right. You might talk, you may have like a weekly um, devotional podcast where you talk about a scripture, you go through the scripture with these women, you help them apply it to their lives. And then you say, would you like this scripture hanging in your kitchen? Come on over to this link and let me show you how I can customize one based on your style of your home. Mm-hmm. So you're actually marketing straight on the podcast directly to cart. Right. This is another reason this really works because when you try to follow conventional methods, it's like, okay, go to social, create a freebie. Now someone comes into the freebie, start the list, nurture the list, go to the thing, watch the video, do this thing. Oh, maybe buy a tiny offer, then buy it. Like you're creating so much confusion yes. in your buyer's mind. They never mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. And we're so distracted. I'm not going to open a freebie. Why would I do that? Give me what I want and I'll pay the thing <laughs> yes. and have the result that I need. Like, That's right. So we yeah. have too many layers that we don't actually need. So that's how you make money with this one. Now, let me give one more example sure, of yes. a service-based because yes. that's a totally different conversation. So tell me something that someone does in your audience that might be a service-based. Okay. Let's... um Service-based. Or online of some kind. Sure, sure. So there are people that are in the coaching space. Okay. So let's say, and you have done some coaching. So yeah, let's say that there's somebody in the, the coaching space. Okay. So let's say that you do fitness coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's another, like, I'm going to pick something not visual at all. Let's say that you do um, health coaching. That's a good one. Okay. So the way that you might sell something with health coaching and make money from a podcast is, okay, I have this new business where I teach people how to meal prep in under 
two hours a week or under three hours a week. And this person is specifically a really busy mom with kids and she works. Mm -hmm. So time is a really big issue for her. So let's say that you want to create something like the, um, meal, meal, meal prepping, uh, mastery method or meal prepping in less time method or meal prep, meal prep in, in 30 minute method or whatever your offer ends up being. You want to then kind of like, and this is if you know what your offer is, if you don't know, you start with a podcast and serve and see what they need from you. And then you create the Mm -hmm. Mm paper. But my favorite ways to make money are coaching or an online course Mm -hmm. from the podcast. So let's say that you end up creating the meal planning podcast, like literally like you could do like meal planning made simple meal planning for busy moms, like calling the show, what it is, is going to really help you get found. Mm -hmm. And then you come into the show and you have stuff like, um, the real reason meal planning's never worked for you. And you have that episode. And then you have like the three staples you should meal prep every Sunday. Then you have something like three ways to create unique meals out of the same protein Mm -hmm. or like picky eaters, two ways that meal prepping can still work for you. So you have all this amazing tactical content around your person's problems and what they're dealing with. And in the episode, you sell your course. So Mm -hmm. struggling to meal prep, I have this entire course that takes you step-by-step. I've got the meal planning templates in here for you. And you guys can get started right now. Go to blah, blah, blah.com. So it's an immediate sale right from the podcast. And Mm -hmm. the last piece that's so amazing, I want you guys to get when you sell on social, you often have to chase the sale. Like I'm going to go into the DM and cause you kind of said you liked my post. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. It's be like, Hi, did you? yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I don't like that. And it's pushy. Like they didn't ask you about your offer. They're not like, do you have a meal prepping course? You're like, I have a meal prepping course. And they're like, great. <laughs> I don't want that. And it's one-to-one. It's so much time. Like who mm-hmm. has time to sit there and like pop into DMS all day. But with your podcast, The same 10 people that you start talking to on your show, hear about your course, think about your course, shop the course. Mm -hmm. Now, two months later, you've got a hundred people listening to the show. A few of the first 10 have bought Mm because we're going to convert at one, two, one, two percent. Typically these new people are coming in like, oh, okay. So now you're starting to see your sales start to get some momentum. Two years later, you have like one to 10,000 people listening to every episode. And you're like, what is happening? This thing is selling like crazy. If you stay focused on the one thing that you do, mm-hmm. one thing, one problem, one offer, and one solution. I tell my students like ride one offer through six figures. Don't have mm-hmm. tiny offers and a hundred things. It's really confusing to your person or your, mm-hmm. your buyer. Anyway, that's how you make money. That is, that is so good. And I like that you gave both a physical thing that you sell and then like a coaching thing that you Mm -hmm. sell. Um, And I don't even know where we're on time. I know that we have to wrap up soon. I'm just so engaged. Um, Where can they go? Um, Because I know they probably have some questions about growing the podcast Mm -hmm. and I'm not quite sure um, what your offer exactly is, if that answers that, but where can they go to find that information about growth? Yeah. And I think there's two pieces that they might, they might be wondering. And the first one is like, how do you even start a podcast? And could this even work for me and my business model? Mm -hmm. You know, I know that online, we, as so many of us wanting to work from home or starting to work from home, or whether you're really busy, run a homeschool. And at the same time you're doing this and you're doing like you're volunteering at the church, like 
you don't want another thing. And so you're afraid, like, is podcasting going to take a lot of time? Is it going to work? Like there's so many questions. Mm -hmm. And so I actually have a free workshop that goes through, is podcasting going to work for you? How much time does it really take? And then what are the steps to start a podcast? And there's only four steps and they're really easy and simple. And this is not to overcomplicate your life. It's to simplify your life. Mm -hmm. One of my, one of my favorite slogans is like streamline and simplify. I want to do so much less in my business <laughs> and make so much more growth and momentum and traction. And that's our, like, I'm constantly on the lookout for that. I never want to add more without taking a few things away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe podcasting can do for you. It can make, it can move the needle in your business so strategically and simply. It's just that you have to do it in the right way. So that's Perfect. at podcastforgrowth.com. That's podcastforgrowth. It's a free 40-minute workshop. So I would start there. Perfect. And then I also have a podcast, The Stephanie Gas Show. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S with almost 600 episodes of this stuff to help you guys grow your business. That's awesome. Well, that, that is perfect. I'm glad that I asked that question because I know that that's what they're going to be asking is, is that now, um, what is the one thing that you are, I guess you could say, what is the one thing that you are most thankful for? Because we've been talking a lot on the podcast about knowing and going. So knowing God has said something to me. Mm. And just last week we talked about what is why is it that I'm not going when he's asked me. Mm. The program that that we have is um, answering the call. And so, mm. what is the one thing that you would say that you are so grateful that you just took action on it? Mm-hmm. The, right, like you heard it, you, it was clear. Mm. Yeah. Well, Isaiah thirty twenty one says, "This is the way. Walk in it." And the truth is you will never know the outcome of a call. You will never know, is this going to work? How does this make sense? How does this make money? Neither did any other disciple, anyone else called by God. Like all we know is the direction and what God is clearly telling us in that verse and so many others is you have to trust me through obedient action. Yes. Mm -hmm. And all we get is the next right step. That's right. I love, I love that. Yeah. Is the next right step. And so I try to live that out in all areas of my life, but the one I honestly am most grateful for when it pertains to my business is starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. Because when I heard God speak that to me in a dream, I felt so unqualified for it. I still was confused with what my brand was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not in network marketing anymore, but yet I'm teaching people to grow on social, but yet I'm going through a social media like issue on my, like, who am I? I'm in the middle of my mess, Lord. Like, I don't even think this is the time. Right. And also I stop us. Mm -hmm. I have no money. I can't pay for anything. Is that a thing, Lord? And like, I have all these excuses and very Mm -hmm. clearly it's like, this is the way I did not say wait in it. I said, walk in it. Mm-hmm. And I got the $20 microphone out of the drawer that was very staticky and had a ganky leg. And I plugged it in and I started talking. I made my own art and it was very ugly. And I started talking <laughs> and won't he do it right. over 1.2 million downloads later and this insanely profitable business. And this, like, I'm wearing my sweater from home right now. Like, 
This is the way. What's your way? Mm -hmm. What is your call? What's the direction? Just go. Mm -hmm. You don't know if it's going to work. You don't know if it's going to make sense. You don't know even if it's going to make you money, but God said. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And that's part of enjoying the journey is when you're walking and you're just taking that next step, it's like there's so much room for joy because you're not (laughs) suffocating it with other things. Well, yeah, stop taking your business so seriously. That's another thing I want to say too is like, we got all stressed out, like, oh, I have to be on social and do all these things. Do you really? Like, you know, God takes care of everyone. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows every thought that you have. He knows your bills. He knows your life. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it's time to let go of the clutching and open your hands instead of clutching onto what you think you have to do. And you are in control of God's plan. Why don't you open your hands and and receive God's plan? And then you don't have to wear any of that stress anymore. Not to wear any of that forcing it, you know? Yes, the force. Yep. That's one of the things that we talk about. It's so perfect, Stephanie, that open Mm. hands, open heart. That's kind of Mm. one of our philosophies. And um, before we wrap up, is there any place um, else they can go to get what it is that they need from you? No, those are the places, friends. Come on over to the podcast, Stephanie Gass uh, podcast, anywhere you listen or stephaniegass.com. And then that workshop, I pray really will bless you. And even if you're like, I would never start a podcast, go watch it anyway, because I dare myself to change your mind. Okay. And it's podcastforgrowth.com, And, um, I'll meet you there. Yeah. I'm so excited to meet you. Oh, Stephanie, I so appreciate your time today. And, uh, really you have spoken some amazing, um, some amazing things into our, our hearts today. Um, and please everybody go ahead and do, uh, what she she suggested about that 40 minute video. I think that that is going to be an, an amazing introduction. And I think that uh, when you're called, sometimes the how just shows up later, just start taking those steps. And, uh, here is to a great, um, rest of your January, not too much, much longer there, Stephanie. Um, but thank Crazy. you for your time. It's been such a, a joy. You're welcome. Thanks. Mm-hmm.